0: I coil upon your feet, I wine for you to drink, Jesus. The entrance of his word giveth light. The eyes of your understanding are about to be enlightened. Get set for the word which will change your world for good. Christ palace, expressing his love, displaying his power. And now, Dr. Mark. Every drop is gone.
1: You just know. Clave for Jesus. You just know. You just know. You just know who to marry. You just know the job to apply to. You just know. And that is where God wants to bring us. It's not the privilege of two people or three people. No. He said, you are beautiful. You have the eyes of the dove. When you get up in the morning and you are praying, stop saying that, God, I don't know what to do. No. Begin to confess. I have the eyes of the dove. I have the eyes of the dove. I see by the Spirit of God. He said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, it means flooded with light for tizzle. Flooded with light. When you walk in darkness, anything can happen to you. But when your eyes are flooded with light, you see, you see. You, you, you know you are moving through life. You are not guessing. You are not guessing. You are so sure, and they don't know why you are so sure of what you are doing, but you just know you are sure. You know you are target. You won't miss it. Psalm of Solomon, chapter four, verse one. Let's run, please. Thank you, Jesus. Are you blessed? Say I have the eyes of the dove. Oh dear, Jesus. The last mistake you made will be the last one you ever make. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are beautiful, my darling. So beautiful, and your dove eyes are veiled by your hair as it flows and shimmers like a flock of sheep in the distance, streaming down a hillside in the sunshine. Hmm. Behold, thou art fair, my love, behold, thou art fair. You have the eyes of the dove within thy locks. Thy hair is as the flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. He said your hair is like the flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. Now on Mount Gilead, Micah 7 verse 14. For the sake of time, I'll tell you what happens there. On Mount Gilead, they had a lot of grass. And most of the goats in Israel, that's where they went to feed. They went to feed there. So all the goats which fed on Mount Gilead, they were excellent. They were looking good. And the moment they stay on Mount Gilead for some days, they bring them out and they sacrifice them. Because because they were now fatted animals, ready for sacrifice. Now he said, your hair is as a flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. When the Bible talks about hair, he talks about consecration. Judges 13 verse 5. The Nazarite had a vow. And one of the vows of the Nazarite was that no razor should touch the hair. So I'm sure you, you know about Samson. Samson was a Nazarite. And the Bible said, all the days of his life, no razor must touch the hair. Because the day a razor touches the hair of Samson, he loses his power. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. He said, the bride of Christ, your hair is consecrated like the flock of goats coming from Mount Gilead. You see, the level of your consecration determines the level of your power. The level of your consecration that discovery, the understanding of of your consecration determines the power you manifest in. Samson was powerful because he was a consecrated man. And the day the hell went away, he was finished. When your consecration is high before God, your power is high before man. Now, the ghosts which came from Mount Gilia, they were well fed. And when they came, they were offered. The highest level of consecration is when you offer yourself to God. Romans 12 verse 1. He said, brethren, I beseech you therefore by the message of God. Offer your life, offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Can you imagine? Everybody is shaving their hair. I'm a Nazareth, I can't do it. Not because I don't want to do it, I can't. I can't do it. So, the bride which you are, your life must be a life which is consecrated to God. And that's where God is bringing you. You are there in the realm of the spirit. So when I say God is bringing you, he's talking about the manifestation in the physical realm. Because that is a place of power. The Bible said, "Herod the king was afraid of John the Baptist because he was a holy man. The power of a holy man. When you are holy, your power is mighty. And you are holy, all you have to do is believe it. When the Bible says, be perfect, be holy because I'm holy. He's not trying to say, be what you are not. Because if you are not, you can never be. He said, because you are holy, be like that. You are a man, behave like a man. You are a woman, behave like a woman. That's what he's saying. So when he talks about the hair of the bride, he's talking about the consecration of the church. The consecration of the believer. He's talking about you. Your hair is like the flock of goats. Coming from Mount Gilead. Well fed. And you are ready to do anything for God. So the Bible said, If any man therefore will purge himself or herself, he shall be ready for the master's use. Because the hair is like the flock of goats. Ready to be offered. Say, I have the eyes of the dove. My hair. It's like the flock of goats. Descending from, Mount Descending from Mount Gilead. Hallelujah. Song of Solomon. Let's move fast. Glory be to Jesus. Baba Baba. Ba. Verse 2. Said thy teeth are like a flock of sheep that are even shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof everyone bear twins, and none is barren among them. He's talking about the teeth. And he says, Your teeth. You have not gone to the dentist. You have not lost one. He said, Everyone bear their twins. What is up is down. What is on the left side is on the right side. He said, None is barren. Let's take verse 2. And they are like a flock of sheep that are even shown. He says, They are white. They are clean. They are clean. Which came out from the washing? They are clean. The teeth, they have been washed. When Christ looks at you, he wants your teeth to be washed. How? By the word. Ephesians 5:26 he said that he will cleanse you by the washing of water by the word. The word of God will wash your teeth. Now, you know that babies they don't have teeth. If you find a baby with a teeth, he's not a baby. <laughs> no, he's not a baby. So, when he talks about the teeth of the bride, he's talking about a place of maturity. God wants you to become matured in him. Enough of babyish living. Everything you are crying. When we have to sleep, you are crying. When we have to go to church, you are crying. Wherever you go, you are always crying. You live a babyish life. But when he looks at you, the groom said, I don't want to marry a baby. I want to marry somebody with teeth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said the teeth, they are washed, they are clean. The teeth are perfect. He has not lost one of them. Now, the reason why he talks about the teeth is about feeding. Because you use your feet, your teeth to feed. When you read Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, he said, Strong meat belongeth to those who are of age. Strong meat. It belongs to those who are of age. Who by reason of use have their senses exercised. You must get to a place where you talk about the higher matters of God. You talk about spiritual truth. When we talk about the mysteries of God, you should be comfortable. But when we get to a place where we talk about the higher things of God, you say, no, what what are they talking about? You're a baby. And Jesus is not ready to marry any baby. Belonging to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Let's go back to verse 12, Hebrews 5. For when for the time he ought to be teachers. When the time he ought to be teachers, he have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And have become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. The babies, they drink milk. But Jesus doesn't want to marry the babies. He wants the babies to grow with teeth so that he can associate with them, empower them. He wants to share meat. There's the meat of the way and there's the milk of the way. And that's the picture of the bride Jesus is looking for. And not of strong meat. Let's go back to Song of Solomon. Now, he talked about the teeth. Then he comes to the lips. The teeth is for feeding. But the lips, he said, thy lips are like a thread of scarlet. And thy speech is comely. Thy temples are like a piece of a pomegranate within thy locks. When he talks about the lips, he compares your lips to a thread of scarlet. In the Bible, any time you talk about scarlet, he, he's talking about redemption. Scarlet is a red material, and it represents the blood. So one day in the book of Joshua chapter 2, verse 21, when Rahab, the prostitute, saved the spies, he said, when you come to destroy Jericho, make sure you spare my life. Then the spies said, Take this scarlet and drop it here. When you drop it by your window, everybody's house will collapse in the wall. But because of the scarlet, you'll be preserved. So scarlet represents redemption, the redeemed. And he said, he said, according unto your word, so be it. And she, she sent them away and they departed and she bound the scarlet line in the window. So, if you continue the story, when they came, because of the scarlet, everyone there was saved. And he said, Your lips, they are like the thread of scarlet. Talking about your redemption. Now, when he talks about your redemption, the Bible said in Psalm 107, verse 2, Let the redeem of the Lord say. Let the redeem of the Lord say. So that you are going to speak like the redeemed one. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. What must you say? So. <laughs> Let the Redeemer of the Lord, they say so. When he talks about your, go back to the of Solomon. Thy lips are like the thread of a scarlet, and thy speech is calmly. The lips are used for speech. Your speech is beautiful, it's calmly. You speak wonderful things. You have to come to the place when people meet you. By the time they are living, their lives have changed. You don't have to be that lady or that man who says that, by the time I'm through with them, I will finish them. <laughs> people are meeting you, they are afraid of the words you say because your words, they are not comely. But if you must be the bride of Christ, your speech must be sweet. The Bible says, let your words be seasoned with salt. Your words must be healing. When people are tired, they are confused. The first person they must think about is, can I talk to Desmond? Can I talk to John? When people are sick and they are tired of life and they meet you and they run away, there's a problem. You don't look like the bride at all. But the bride, they say so. Their speech are calmly. Do you know the Bible talks about the leaves of the tree? They are for the healing of the nations. Now, when he talks about the leaves of the tree, he's talking about the words you have. Do you know that your words are for healing of nations? Oh, dear Jesus. Listen to me. Maybe tomorrow we'll get there. The plan of God, listen to me. The plan of God, why you were made, was not to get up in the morning, go to work, and eat, and sleep. And when you are 155.5 days, you die and go, no. It's part of the original plan, but that is not the goal. And you must have that goal in mind. Listen to me. The days are coming where God is going to appoint people to rule over nations. Oh, dear Jesus. The Bible said he shall reign with the saints. There's a higher plan of God for your life. Please believe me. And in these days, I want your mind to be altered for good. And decide to live a life where you are thinking about the higher purposes of God. Because the higher you go, the burdens and the things you are going through, they fall off. Believe it. All that you are doing is good, is good. But in the midst of them, see the higher purpose of life. Listen to me. To be on this planet is the greatest opportunity for every spirit being. Never forget it. There are spirit beings in heaven right now. I'm not talking about just angels. I said spirit beings. Because there are different kinds of spirit beings. There are different spirit beings in heaven. And they are begging God that God will send them to the planet Earth. They are begging God because the opportunity here is never found on any other part of God's universe. And the universe of God is big with different beings. Oh, Jesus. Ah. Do you know that in the ages to come, don't think that when we die and Jesus comes and we go to heaven, we we'll just do holy, holy. And, no, 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 no. No, the Bible is saying that God is going to send you as saviors to other places. The same way, Bishop, God sent Jesus to the planet to save the planet. God will save you to another planet to save them. Oh, dear. The the purpose of God is bigger than what we fight with here, what we struggle with. I want you to lose yourself in... What God has planned for your life. And as you attain and see that vision. The reason why you are here is twofold. To determine what you will be in heaven. And to determine where you will be in heaven. Two things. That's why you are on this planet. Whether you work or not. Wherever you do. You are every second, every day you are determined where you will be in heaven. And what you will be in heaven. We are not going to be the same in heaven. Never, never. Don't think that once we get there, I made it. No. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, I don't kill anybody. I'm a good person. I don't, I think I, I should go to heaven. Yes, you go to heaven. But where you'll be and what you'll be, you are deciding it every second, every day. And even today you are doing it. Tomorrow, 20 years. The reason why to die prematurely is evil is this. Because the moment you die, that opportunity ceases. The reason why the devil kills people before their time is to deny them what they could be and where they could have been. But I pray that somebody will have a desire and an appetite to decide to go into the high places and the higher things of God. Without with that vision, the things will fall off. He said, your lips, they must say so. Because your lips, they have been redeemed. Your words are redeemed. Your words are redeemed. When you speak to somebody, that, that, does it show that you are a believer? When you talk to people, they say, ah. But he said, if you are the bride, your lips like a thread of scarlet. And thy speech is beautiful, calmly. Thy temples, when you talk about temples... He's talking about your cheeks. Your cheeks. He said they are like the piece of pomegranate within thy locks. Do you know that your beauty is in your cheeks? Wow. When you frown, it's because of your cheeks. Frown, let me see. You see, you can't frown. <laughs> when you laugh, it's your cheek. When you frown, the expression you give is in your cheeks. Decide to frown without doing anything to your cheek. Let me see if you can do it. Frown. You see, you can't do it. But you change your expression based on your cheeks. When he talks about your temples, he's talking about your expressions in life. Now, when we talk about your expression, it's not just your face, you know, your facial expression. It's whatever comes out of you. Whatever comes out of you has the touch of excellence to it. Whatever you do, when you build, when you, you write, whatever you do, there's excellence to it at the workplace, when they are looking for one person who is excellent, it must be you. Because you are the bride of Christ. Don't do anything anyhow. Say, Me, I'm a Christian. I don't have time. I'm going to pray. No, no, no. The bride of Christ doesn't behave that way. Don't talk to people anyhow. You must express Christ. Don't talk to your husband or your wife anyhow and say, I'm praying he was disturbed. No! You must express Christ. In everything you do, because Jesus wants to marry that person who has the temples like pomegranates. Now when he talks about pomegranates, it has a lot of seeds. And the seed in the Bible represents life. He's talking about whatever comes out of you is full of life. You give life to many. You don't kill. You don't kill people with your words, with your actions. There are some people in it where they go. Trouble. When they leave, you can ask, did Mr. A.K.A. come here and say, oh, no wonder, no wonder. But you must get to the place where you enter a place. And everybody knows that the person full of life came. Jesus was like that. He said, I came that you might have life. And have life to the full. You must be able to tell people after they come. Go to your house and say, mommy, I came that you might have life. Go to work tomorrow and say, I came that you might have life. Sit in the car say, I came to give you life. Because you are full of life. Believe it. When you enter your house and there's no life Say in the name of Jesus I give life to this house You can look at your car and speak life Maybe your finances are there Speak life to it You are full of life Maybe there's pain in your body There's disease Speak to your legs Speak to your lungs My lungs is full of life My eyes are full of life In the name of Jesus And, And you must say it every day Because let the redeemer of the Lord say so You must speak the words which are redeemed. My life is full of life. My marriage is full of life. My nation is full of life. Let the city, the neighborhood you are living in be full of life. Because you are there. You are there. You are big. You have no idea. Believe me. You are so big. You are bigger than your house, spiritually. Because the kingdom of God is inside you. The kingdom is big. If the kingdom is big inside you, then you must be very big. And you can decide to fill a place. Ah. You can fill a place with your presence. And you can you, how do you do that? When you put on some perfume, and everybody knows that it's from you, when you enter, they say, Ah, it's Pastor Martin here. It can permeate through the house, through the neighborhood. In the same way, in the realm of the spirit, you can be full of life. That when you enter a place one devil was crying when they were casting the devil out he said we are angry with this man why? he said he disturbs us why? anytime he's praying he'll be producing smoke in the environment he's suffocating us do you know that God sent you to change the world now if God sent you to change the world that situation which is right by you you can change it I said you can change it believe it Change anything. Let's go. Let's go. Let's be quick now. Thy neck is like the tower of David builded for an armory. Whereon there hang a thousand back- backless, all shows of the mighty. When he talks about the neck, he's talking about the submission of your will. When you read the Bible, he talks about the, the, the Israelites, they were stiff-necked. When you say you are stiff-necked, it means you are stubborn. Second Chronicles 30, verse 8. It means you are stubborn. But God wants to bring you to a place where you are yielded to his will. You are yielded. You are yielded. Now be not stiff-necked as your father's were, but yield yourselves. When he talks about the, the, the neck being like the Tower of David, he's talking about the place where you have come. You are submitted to the will of God. Then the Tower of David, full of armor, means it is a resolute will. Determined will. You are determined for God, and nothing or no one can talk you out of it. But some people, they have their neck. Today, it's flexible like a flux. They decide to do something. By tomorrow, it's not easy like that, though. My coil upon your feet.
0: Like wine for you to drink. Jesus. Dr. Mark has just deposited into your hands the truth to your glorious and best life ever. Meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them and your progress and success will be evident to all. Connect with Dr. Mark at www.thechristpalace.org or email Dr. Mark at cpimhouston1 at gmail.com. And best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at Christ Palace International Ministries, 15152 Bel Air Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77083.